Welcome to Dare, Share, Create, the podcast. Conversations, concepts, and insights from people who have dared to go after their dreams, who share their gifts with the world, and who create the life that they want. I'm your host, Elizabeth Valentine, voiceover artist, singer, speaker, and coach. This podcast aims to free you from whatever's holding you back, spark transformation, and is designed to give you the courage, inspiration, permission, and tools to live your best, most inspired and fulfilled life so you can make the biggest positive impact in the world. Now, on to today's conversation. So hello and welcome to yet another solo episode with me, Elizabeth Valentine. Thank you for tuning in. Did you listen to last week's episode with Celia Peachy? I mean, wasn't that just amazing? I feel really honored that she shared her story with us. And it is an important conversation that we should be having. My top takeaways were, you have to flip the script in your head. Whatever happened to you isn't the reason that you can't do the transformation or whatever it is you want to do. It's the very reason that you can. She also talked about how important it is taking ownership and responsibility for ourselves and our lives. And then this. It's a constant and consistent commitment to doing whatever it takes. You know, it's been 12 years since Celia had that phone call that changed her life. And it's not like, oh, you know, oh, I've been to therapy. Oh, I've done a healing ritual and now I'm just fixed. Healing, just like working on our goals and dreams, running a business, working on our health and well-being, both physically, mentally, emotionally and spiritually, isn't a one-off occurrence. It's consistent and constant work. You know, and for me, that's one of the most important lessons in life. We're never done. That is the point. When we're done, we're dead. You know, and this commitment to being consistent and doing what it takes is what I want to talk about today. Because that's one of the hardest things for us to be, is committed to consistently doing the work. Not just when we get praise or when it feels good or it's fun or exciting or there is an immediate reward. But committed to the work when it feels a bit pointless, when it feels like Ugh, no one cares about this or that you're not getting anywhere or seeing the results that you think you deserve. That's when you need to dig deep and don't just get pulled to the next shiny things. And although I've completed lots of projects successfully over the years, I have also started loads of things and gone, hey, I'm going to do this. And then a couple of months later, a friend goes, so Elizabeth, when's that next EP coming out? And I'm like, Oh, yeah, that's what I said I was going to do. Or, Elizabeth, what's happening with your book? Oh, yeah, that was something I was super into last year. I don't quite know what happened. When it gets a little bit hard or boring or we're out of our comfort zone or just when the initial excitement wears off, then it's been really easy to decide, hey, I'm just going to do this other thing instead. That's going to be great. That's going to get me X, Y or Z. Do you recognize that in yourself? Shiny object syndrome, they call it. Ultimately, unless we have a very clear objective that is so deeply in line with our core value, then it can be really hard to stick to a project or a plan. Ultimately, most humans are like water. We want to take the easiest path. And if we're not motivated by a higher cause, then we're motivated by money, security, recognition, status, the buzz or the high. And there's nothing 
wrong with that. But having a higher aim or goal or value will most probably sustain you for those periods when things aren't quite so fun. When it's easy to look uh, across to the neighbor's yard and go, ooh, the grass really is greener because it looks fabulous over there. Maybe I'll do that. This is something I've thought about a lot because I've definitely been getting caught up in the shiny object syndrome for years. Maybe actually my entire adult life. Not to mention, you know, declaring that I was going to do something and then not follow through on it. And that's not the type of person I want to be. The problem is when we don't keep our promises to ourselves, it undermines our self-confidence. Every time we say we're going to stick to a diet or make sure we do our tax return in May instead of on January 31st or whatever it might be, and then don't do it, we show ourselves that we can't be trusted. It gives us a stick to beat ourselves over the head with, and it just makes us feel like shit. Studies have shown that when you keep your promises to yourself, it boosts your confidence, your productivity and happiness, and reminds you that you are valuable and worthy. Things I think is severely lacking in today's society. And that's why we're so addicted to social media, TV, junk food, alcohol, drugs, porn, toxic behaviors. Because ultimately, if we believe that we are valuable and worthy, we wouldn't need all of that to distract ourselves or to fill a void in our lives. So in the past couple of years, this pattern of saying I was going to do something and not following it through really started to bug me. So when I decided that I was finally ready to start this podcast, about a year after I'd come up with the concept, I remembered some statistics I heard. Most podcasts don't go beyond seven or eight episodes. The majority of podcasts get to maybe seven or eight episodes and then that's it. Then the excitement is done. The air has gone out of the balloon. I don't know if you actually say that in English, but you definitely say it in Danish. And I decided I did not want to be part of that statistic. Um, and we're now on episode 26. Woohoo! And there are just a couple of episodes left of this season before we break for summer. I have got an idea kind of brewing in my head about a mini summer thing um, so that there's still some weekly inspiration for you. But I will keep you updated as to what will happen because I don't want to promise something that won't come to fruition. You know, and of course, when I started this podcast, I was fired up. It was so exciting, you know, getting the numbers through in the beginning. Oh, congratulations. You've had your first download. Oh, congratulations. You've had 10 lessons. Oh, congratulations. You've had 50 downloads. Oh, 500. But you know, as with all new things, when the initial excitement wears off, that is when you need the consistency and the commitment to step in. I found that there was a lot more pressure with season two than with season one. You know, pressure to keep making it better, keep getting the right guests and worrying about how to promote it better with my limiting marketing know-how. And I really had to re-engage with the deep reasons of why I wanted to do this in the first place. And I had to re-engage with my faith and believe that this matters to people. But most importantly, I had to re-engage with my new self, who keeps her promises to herself, even when she's not 100% sure how to do it. You know, even when it's hard, even when the technology plays up and it's really frustrating. 
And that's the decision that you get to make for yourself. And after a while, when you consistently make the decision to show up, to do the work in whatever form that looks like, then it becomes a habit. And habits are hard in the beginning. It takes hard work to form a habit. But as you rewire your neural pathways, then the new habit becomes easier and easier to stick to until it's so ingrained that it's second nature to you. And you know what? Like about a year ago, I ate crisps pretty much every single day. I had a habit of eating crisps pretty much every single day. And it was a really hard, comforting, toxic habit to kick. And when I spoke to my nutritionist, Serena, last week, I was like, oh my God, I can't remember when I last bought a bag of crisps. Now, I still eat them occasionally, but it's no longer difficult for me not to buy them and not to eat them because I have a new habit of not eating crisps every single day. Anyway, that was kind of like a side, a side note. So how do you keep going with your original music, your podcast, your book writing um, plan or your blog or your fitness regime or your commitment to not gossip at work anymore or whatever it might be when you're not necessarily seeing immediate rewards or immediate results? How do you keep going? My guest from episode 10, Dr. Jonathan, says something very poignant about projects, goals and dreams. Would you do it even if no one was listening or you didn't get paid or you didn't get recognition for it? Would it still be worthwhile for you to do it? And that's important for us to ponder, isn't it? Would you still do your project? And there's no right or wrong answer here. And then I remembered something a dear friend of mine said a couple of years ago. She'd been working really hard in her business, been putting out loads of content, but not necessarily seeing lots of engagement but then random people from her past or brother-in-laws of old school friends would get in touch and tell her how much that meant to them or they would hire her for something and she always says you never know who's paying attention so even if someone hasn't liked your content or made a comment on a post or whatever it could be doesn't mean they're not paying attention. So I just say to you, keep going. You know, don't be discouraged. You might actually save someone's life, marriage, sanity, career, and never, ever know about it. But that doesn't mean that there's not value in what you're doing, just because you might not know about it. You know, I've said this before in relation to the importance of sharing our gifts. We don't know how powerfully we can affect the world with our words, our actions and our gifts. And of course, that can be both positive and negative. Now, grab your notebook and pen because here are some questions for you to help re-engage your commitment if you are feeling that it's hard to get motivated at the moment or you're procrastinating even though you tell yourself that you want to do it. And some things you might find just aren't worth your time, energy or commitment anymore because we evolve. It's natural and it's just as important to let go of those things that no longer serve us or the greater good or are no longer in alignment with our highest values. 
that's just as important to let go of that as it is to stick to the things that are still in alignment, but that we've just lost momentum or faith in, or maybe we've just lost the faith in our ability to do it. So whether it's one or the other, as long as as long as you've got clarity on on it, then there's nothing wrong with either of them. So here are the questions. One, what's the reason you wanted to do it in the first place? Two, how does it tie in with your higher values or higher aims? Three, what are the higher benefits of continuing? What are all the great things that could happen from doing it? Four, what are the benefits of quitting? Could it be that it would give you more time, energy, money to do something that's more in line with your values? That's going to serve more people? That's a good question. Five, if I didn't get anything in return, would I still do it? Would it still be worth for me to do it? Six, what's the biggest obstacle, objection or excuse that stops me from going for it? And are these actual obstacles or just excuses? And are there solutions to them? And if I don't know what the solution is, who can I ask for help to find the solution? Seven, and maybe this is the most important one. Will you regret not having done it in a year, in five years, in 10 years, in 20 years, in 30 years? Will you look back and go, ugh, I should have done it. And as always, listen to your answers. It's all within you. So even though it is totally worth me doing this podcast, even if I wouldn't get anything in return, it was so lovely earlier this week when I got this message about episode 25 with Celia. Elizabeth! Three exclamation points. I just listened to your latest podcast. Wow! Incredible! I love it. What a gift. Thank you. Four exclamation points or marks. And I'm not going to lie that messages like these are amazing to receive because it reminds us that, hey, people are paying attention. What I'm doing does matter. And it does feel really good. And it's something for us to tap into when motivation dips again, which it inevitably will because that's how it works so what little pieces of evidence praise feel good buttons can you put into your vault and take out to refuel your commitment your passion your resolve to do whatever it is you do and it doesn't have to be external by the way it could be an internal feel good button that you might just need to remind yourself of. Because, you know, life is peaks and troughs. It goes up, it goes down, then it goes up again. Um, and it's good just to remind yourself of why, why you're doing it. And this is also an invitation for you when you see your friends do awesome stuff. It's so easy just to keep scrolling. But you know what? Send them a little message, like their post, um, 
you know, if they have a new Facebook page that they want you to like, like it, you know, give them the support because it's not easy. It's not easy for people to dare to go after their dreams and share their gifts with the world and create the life that they want. And I think if more and more of us are doing it and supporting each other and cheering each other on, I mean, Celia and I spoke about that last week, you know, build your dream team, surround yourself with awesome people who've got your back, who's excited for you and who support you. Then I just think things could get really exciting for us. So, yeah, next week, you've also got something to look forward to. My guest is Cara Conniff, who I mentioned in the episode 17, where I was talking about how envy can be your best friend if you use it correctly. So I thought I would get Cara on to share some of her wisdom. And she's got, you know, bucket loads. She's the founder of Thrive in Midlife, and she helps people move from a survival mode to a thriving mode and to really live the life that they love. And... She talks very much about becoming present with your values and getting really clear on the steps, on the really small steps you need to take to get there. She shares lots of great things, lots of tools. We talk a little bit about, you know, what you can control and what you can't control and how to really feel good, you know, entering the post-lockdown world too. But that's for next week. This is it for today. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. If you got value from this, please share, subscribe, rate, and leave me a review. It really helps with the algorithm so that other people like you can find this podcast and hopefully get value from it too. For now, I'm grateful that you spent this time with me. And till next time, keep daring, keep sharing, and keep creating. Bye. Bye.